Yippity doo da. Give him the lazy eye. That's from, uh, I don't know if anyone ever saw FIFO Goes West. Uh, you look like the, d- I know you look like the dude in the biker game that only got in because the big brother ran it. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I don't know if y'all ever saw FIFO Goes West, asshole. I'm still in the gang. <laughs> I'm gang, son. You <laughs> said I'm still in the gang. <laughs> you can hate from outside the club. You're the water boy bitch. of the game. <laughs> I'm the what? The water boy of the game. Hey. <laughs> Hey, whatever keeps me alive. <laughs> hey, Waterboy's an es- essential. He said, I still got my switch blade. <laughs> he said, you know and what? And the lazy eye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Give him the lazy eye. <laughs> no, that's from Files Go- Goes West. Uh, if you Which haven't seen it, go? it's a dog that <laughs> they were out west. Out west they made it out Travis west. Yeah. Made it out west, yeah. Dope. That song was about Fifle. That sounds that sounds Goes about west right. about about the dog because the dog taught Fifle, who was a mouse, how to uh, stand up for himself, and one of the big things was giving him the lazy ah. Really, if you think about it, that song was about you know how all of us have a little bit of dog in us, and you know if we really tap into it, that us, <laughs> us two can t- teach a mouse one day. To give him the lazy but if, eye. but if you give a mouse a cookie, he's gonna he's ask. He's for gonna a ask fucking for cup of milk. Gonna ask for milk. Now, do you remember that movie? It was like the uh, the new guy or some shit like that. Do you remember that? What was it about? Like Eddie Murphy was in it, and like as a kid was a dork. Like he got bullied heavy, so he went to a new school. But he ended up being like the cool kid from the school, and like he brought the whole school together type shit on some I random. I don't stuff. believe I saw this movie. And no. like Eddie Murphy was like training him to like be cool but then he told him to give him like that like this the eye like you mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like and then everyone's just like <laughs> you know, i don't know that kind of reminds you gotta funny keep, as fuck. hey bro but you gotta give him the lazy eye you just gotta give him the that reminds me of the fucking episode of george lopez and everything he told max he said you gotta always have one look at one looking at the one you're talking to and then one looking looking at the other <laughs> prospects in the room. Cockeyed <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> so They say I'm cockeyed, but I'm really looking for my next prospect. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. Hey, it's good to be back. Honestly, we had to take a hiatus. We have animals who uh, tore into some cords that we had. Yeah, that was fun. Enjoyable, actually. Yeah, it was fun to come in here uh, when we were going to record and see <sighs> cords and stuff torn up. Because uh, I have a cat now and, uh, and also a have I've had a dog, but the dog likes to chase the cat around, and the cat likes to be a menace. So uh, the tag team duo likes to tear shit up. Essentially, they sometimes. go demon time on each other and on our shit. So that's always a well blessing. I mean, they're on demon time too. separately, but then when they come together, still it's demon time. Always, yeah. So that's been fun, but we're back now. We're back on the pod. I know you missed us dearly, truly. Honestly, hopefully. <laughs> I think you did. You might have. So you might not. Hey, in the meantime. It's neither here nor there. But yeah. Because no. you love us. It, you do. Uh, while we've been gone, I got a haircut. Uh, I got roasted for a week straight at my, <laughs> jo- at my job uh, every day. Yeah. Because uh, the necessary. lady cut the lady who cut my hair, she fucked my shit. I wanted a trim. I, and by trim, I mean like I w- my hair was 
past my shoulders. It was like a little past my shoulders, like my collarbone. I said I wanted it to the bottom of my neck. She cut that shit to the bottom of my ear. <laughs> yeah, but my hair's curly, so she cut it wet, so she fucked up. But she gave me a bob. It was like the bowl cut of long hair, basically, is what she gave me. Like, if I had shorter hair, it'd be a bowl cut, but I had longer hair, so it was a bob. He looked like coconut hair with a full fucking mustache and beard. I got called Lord Farquaad. That was a good no, one. No, the rough part was, right before that, I had shaved my face off for the solo stash, and it just did not look right with... uh. The Lisa-looking-ass haircut that I had. Hell yeah. I don't know. Honestly, when is the last time we recorded? Was it like like a month ago? It was almost a month ago now, yeah. I don't know if I've had my hairstyle like this on the pod yet. With the buns? Mm Mm-hmm. I think so. Have I? You've had the buns for a minute, yeah. Well, because I don't remember. I guess what I'm saying is like I think the last time we recorded, I I think I wore a beanie or just had it tied up in one bun. But, no, nah, yeah, I've been doing some different variations with my hair since it's getting a little bit longer. But I've been considering cutting it all off for my birthday. Because, like, I'm kind of over it. Not over it, but I'm getting there. Like, the hair? Yeah. It's a lifestyle choice for sure. It's a, it's a maintenance it's thing. It's t- dude, like, there's time. I just love my hair so much. I don't know. It's a p- part of me now. Uh, adverse, especially, especially looking back at my old pictures of myself <laughs> I, don't, I don't think i can go back you right. know what i mean but uh no like, at nighttime when i'm sleeping mm-hmm. and it's just in my face in my mouth just like i have to like it, it gets annoying i think i'm so used to, yeah i'm so used to it now it doesn't matter it doesn't really phase me anymore <laughs> it's just a pro- part of the process now or like when i'm eating and the shit's in my face or you know if i have to throw up shit's in my face enjoyable dude it's just constantly in your face and you gotta just get used to it but it's a part of the flow, bro. The ebb and flow of life. It is. It's growth, bro. It is. My hair represents me spiritually. Grow. Okay. Growth. I'm with you. It's constantly growing. Okay. I can We're, gro- I, I we're can growing, yeah. That. Yeah, we're, it's growth. I can get behind that. Um, Once I let go of uh, the past, you know, it all just started growing. What, the knowledge? Yeah, everything. By the strand. Through each hair that grows, I gain. Knowledge. More knowledge. The knowledge grows with it. The hair actually holds the knowledge. If you wonder why I'm so freaking a genius. So freaking a genius. <laughs> you heard it here fo- first, folks. <laughs> it's because of the hair. If you want to be so freaking a genius, just grow that hair out and let each strand of hair bring all the knowledge into your vibes. And then let your vibes just p- go through the pores of your head into your skull until your mind is just so knowledgeable that it's you're just vibed out. Look, I have a vibe catcher, and that vibe catcher is what makes my hair grow because there's no negative vibes. You it's too can have a vibe catcher for the low, low price. Of <laughs> hey, dude, selling them, $30 each vibe catcher. They're not made yet, but once they are, just know it's $30 a vibe catcher. It's so exclusive, too, because each single vibe catcher catches a different vibe than the other it gives off two vibe catchers will catch the same vibe look this is the thing they catch vibes and they give vibes they're they're giver and takers of vibes it's it's a it's like the yin and yang of vibes and catching you've heard of dream catchers but this one catches vibes catch a vibe not a bad idea. I feel like you could sell it to some stupid people. No, I would, dude, <laughs> I, it's, I'm gonna make one eventually. <laughs> like, if there's merch, we gotta make a vibe catcher. 
fucking vibe catchers. Everybody has a fucking vibe catcher in their room. Just be my fucking vibe catcher. Dude, I know. It's <laughs> the live, laugh, love. Of, it's like, you remember, okay, look, you remember when dream catchers, I don't know if you remember, it was like a thing when we were like younger, like 90s trend too. Everyone, for some reason, just had dream catchers. Yeah. I don't know why. I have one. Yeah. See, but like everyone just had one. It, but like not even because they were even worried about dreams. They were just like, yeah, I'll have to catch my fucking dream. Negative dreams, dude. Fuck yeah. So, but like, get on that. You're really jolly. Exactly. Get that fucking negative energy out of here, dude, before I fucking get my vibe catcher on your bitch ass. Vibe. Dude, my vibe. My catcher's not really picking up your vibes right now. I kind of fuck with your vibe, so I'm going to go ahead and fucking throw this master ball at it and fucking catch that vibe real quick. Here, catch. Oh, you caught that vibe, really? <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, fuck. What else has happened since we've been gone? Gas prices? Through the roof, dude. I mean, we're in Texas, so. Paid $65 I mean, to fill up the other day. That's rough. That hurt. You remember back when it was like $30 to fill up? Dude, I remember when it was like 22 25 Really puts things into perspective, Dude, it hurts. It? Every time like I see it getting low, I'm like, should I just walk to work? I mean, I, I it might take a couple hours. Dude, I've seen a couple like places that like, three fifty a gallon, three sixty a gallon. <laughs> it's sad that that's a deal. <laughs> yeah, relatively, it's still a lot. <laughs> but relatively, <laughs> it's pretty fucking. It's pretty. Cheap. It's on the cheaper <laughs> side right now, so. That's true. It'd definitely be worse. Yeah, gas prices are not looking great. Uh, Absolutely not, dude. You know, milk went up. How much did it go? A gallon of milk was. I think like what it used to be like three and some change. Inflation, bro. It's like four and some change, like close to five dollars. I think a gallon. Inflation, bro. You know, it's like bro. What, but dude, twenty four pack of water used to be like a dollar, dollar fifty, like like two or something, like two something, like two fifty, almost three dollars. Now it's like over four dollars for twenty four pack of water. The fuck's that? Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's Honestly, though, they do have refill stations, so I feel like that's on us also. Like it's getting outrageous out here. I might not be even picked up. Oh, there we go. All right, I'm good. Why was it doing that to me? Oh, it hasn't been doing that often. <laughs> hey, you caught it now, and that's what matters. I think we're good. I think it has, it has been working. I've been looking at it every now and then, but I just saw it wasn't moving. But no, nah, um... Gas prices are getting to a point where it's becoming like a real financial decision of saying like, should I get an electric car? You know what I mean? Like, I I almost feel like if you're in the oil and gas industry, you gotta be putting some stock into the electrical car companies and like shit like that because you know at one point that shit's gonna flip and your industry is not going to maybe it's not going to be in your lifetime maybe it is but that industry is going to flip at some point to where people go away from using oil and gas as much and go more towards like solar energy and regular like renewable energy and stuff we're already seeing that flip though happen true but what i'm saying is like it's almost like a financial decision if you're on the consumer side of life like how much longer can you exist in a fucking gas taking car i don't know what the word is there but um great job yeah fuck off uh 
But if you're in the industry, you almost have to know that that shit's going to flip at some point. So you kind of have to have some type of contingency plan, right? You have to have some type of stock on the other I'm end. sure they do. I'm sure they're, like, hands in everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hands in all the shit that they can. All right, all right. Wait. Hands so in all the shit that they can. So we got to hit the... Uh, hit it. We got to hit the low-hanging fruit here because it's, it's easy pickings here. Uh, let's cover uh, what happened recently. Uh, Will Smith. What was the other thing we were talking about? Um, that happened recently. Did not write it down. No, I didn't write that one down. It was like Will Smith. Will Smith at the, the Oscars. Oh, and we were talking about like how uh, movie. Everybody's a movie critic. Oh, we're talking about Morbius. Like Morbius. Morbius yeah, I forgot. So that Batman also happened. So like, raging on Twitter right now is a, uh, a lot of stupid shit as usual. But um, a lot of beautiful stupid shit. Uh, no, some of it's just stupid, stupid shit. It's laughable. I've seen a lot of fucked up shit on Twitter recently, but like, Fair. Twitter's like that one place I get on, and I'm like, I am losing brain cells, but some of this are banger. Like, some of these are bangers. It's a top-tier app. But also, like, <laughs> probably shouldn't be on this so much. No, yeah, but probably not great for your mental health to but yeah, Will Smith Twitter. slapped uh, Chris Rock. Yeah, that happened. And then that every fucking celebrity act like 9-11 happened. That shit was kind of funny. This has been the most distasteful, disgraceful, worst thing I've ever seen in my lifetime. I can't believe this crisis has happened. I don't know what my mental state is going to make of this, but I'm going to get back to you guys once I've gone to therapy about this situation that has completely upended my whole life. Like, people acted like that was the worst. Bro, what? Like, I've seen people get decked for no reason. That is There's nothing. No There's like that is nothing. Video. There's those videos of somebody just walking down the street and some random person with a ma- like ski mask on just coming up, molly whopping them from <laughs> behind, fucking knocking them out and just laid there, laid out type shit. They just run off. I will say the memes were great though. The memes that came out of that were honestly top tier. Everyone, the I'm not gonna. Look, do I feel bad for Will? Partially, yes. I, did, I say he deserves a lot of the hate. No, but. Also, did he do some of that to himself? Yes. All of it, really. Also, like, it, what we were talking about was how, like, performative it seemed, whether it was chor- choreographed or not, whether it was an event that was staged and was only trying to boost the reviews and fucking ratings of the Oscars, or if it was an actually like, unchoreographed event. That Chris Rock didn't know was gonna happen. That Will Smith didn't even know was gonna happen, but he did it. Like still at that level, it seemed so performative that there was a deeper agenda than just defending your wife at that level. I don't know. I feel like I mean, there's no way right or wrong. See where I'm at. Also, on there's no right or wrong way to defend your wife or to make a statement because in the moment when emotions are flowing, you gotta make split decisions here and there. I think honestly, was it like a stupid decision? Yeah, like, in that moment, like what did you really prove or show to anybody? I guess the debate that's not really a debate oh. is, like, as a former comedian that Will Smith is and someone who laughed at the joke that he got so offended that he had to get violent by, how, like, I guess it's, like, how hypocritical of him type shit because he's been a yeah. comedian that's probably said some stuff that was, you know, edgy enough to maybe get a reaction out of somebody. How would he have liked to have been slapped for something he said just because he's trying to make people laugh? It's like it's kind of hypocritical, but it's also like, yeah, but that's his wife. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't be making people, jo- people yeah. are gonna act differently when it comes to their family and their. Yeah. It's like 
There's two sides to the coin. It's tough for me because it's like on one hand, when people are like that's not classy. I mean, who said we had to be classy? Okay, it's the Oscars, whatever. Dude, Honestly, I'm who I'm really gives host, a fuck? I don't give a fuck. The Oscars are dying anyways. I'm like, not connected to this event. That's just <laughs> dumb as it's dumb as fuck. Like, still won an award. Oh no, <laughs> he slapped someone at the Oscars. Like the Oscars is most prestigious. I mean, maybe one time it was prestigious. Now who really gives a fuck, dude? It's a trophy. It's an award ceremony. Yeah. For a bunch of rich people, Th- I could give less fucks, bro. Honestly, it'd be funnier if there were if there was just a full-on brawl at the Oscars, <laughs> I would watch it. That would be best ratings. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> like, the Oscars is dumb as fuck. And I know people are still worried about the Grammys. I think that shit's stupid as fuck now, too, because it's like, you know how many good artists they are? It's funny because I hear people now, they're like, oh, the Grammys don't mean shit. But then when their favorite artist wins, they're like, they want a Grammy. I'm like, yeah, do, do you like think it matters or do you not think it matters? Grammy award-winning artists, it's like, yeah, but like last year you said that the Grammys didn't matter because they didn't win, so... The Grammys. You gotta pick one. I honestly, I think it is a. If you win it though, it still means something. You know what I mean? Cause it you, means to, to a get lot. To, that, to get that accolade, it and means get a lot to, to even be nominated. Exactly. But like relatively, it's they don't not. Really. It's not what the person that created that art was doing it for. Yeah, it, it shouldn't define you. If it was, your then that kind of takes a little bit away from the art itself. That's where I'm at. But yeah. also, just like the whole Will Smith thing, it's like it doesn't like. In my opinion, it's like. Winning They're human grammy. beings. You don't have to, just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean you have to be classy and uphold the standard of whatever bullshit. They're like, yeah. For Hollywood, you have to, and that was the point people were making was, dude, you have pedophiles and <laughs> rapists and sexual harassers, fucking, all in Hollywood. Someone slaps someone one time, and this motherfucker is a villain and a superhero. Crucified movie. for Jesus Christ, <laughs> villain and a superhero. It's funny. Yeah, he's the <laughs> villain, bro. He's fucking the Joker all of a sudden. <sighs> Hey, but honestly, also seeing people get roasted out of it, like Amy Schumer, probably well deserved roast that she's getting on it. That's just hilarious to he me. He had too. that hand cocked, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> zinger, everybody, zinger. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks, Hancock. <laughs> oh, was it Kid Cudi Indica on Indica? It got that Will Smith slap or smack. Chris Rock got that Will Smith smack. He doesn't say Chris. Said? He doesn't say Chris Rock in the song, but he says you're gonna get that Will Smith smack. <laughs> he does say that in his song. Someone for <laughs> he's like, so he predicted the future. Oh my god! But then there's also I I can Is see that song a message to Chris Rock. I can see why comedians are a little upset at the whole situation though, is because in today's climate, that's a precedent. Yeah, Will Smith kind of put something out there to where it's like, I mean, it's already a sensitive climate, and I'm not saying you should talk about people's wives, and some people feel like oh you shouldn't talk about people in general to be fair it, comedy shows if you like comedy shows when you go there you better be ready right to get eaten alive by the fucking and comedian. also it, it it leaves room for somebody to s- be offended by something that a comedian says in a comedy club an amateur or a professional go up on stage punch him in the face and say you can't arrest me because y'all didn't arrest will smith <laughs> you you can't charge me because y'all didn't charge him. You said he was okay because he was just defending his wife. Well, maybe I was too. You don't know the full story. You can't arrest me because he didn't get in trouble for doing the same thing I did. Well, first it's, of all, if you're thinking using that, that logic, no, it's what like, I'm saying is whether, whether, way above whether that's right or wrong, you're leaving room for people to feel like that's okay. People are going to feel justified in their actions in doing something like that because they saw someone on TV get away with it. Yeah, people are like that. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like whether they're right or wrong, whether they get arrested or not for doing something like that, it's 
beco- going to become a situation where somebody's like, I can do that because they did it on TV and they didn't get in trouble for it type shit. It's just like that type of like weird situation that people fall into. It's kind of like the TV buying a fucking TV ad. It's like, did you really need that shit or did you just fucking see the commercial so many times that you believed it should be in your house? <laughs> that was <laughs> fucking... Cha-cha-cha-chia. <laughs> but uh, it just, it's crazy to me because, you know, as comedians, you know, people are like, it was taste, it was tasteless, or that wasn't in good taste. Yeah, well, you know, it's fucking joke. Not everything has to be fucking tasteful. You know what I'm saying? Like, not saying you should. Arguably, most jokes are tasteless. That's, yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's, I mean, being a comedian, it's, the art of comedy is a tough thing because, you know, you, you have to watch what you say sometimes. And, you know, it's like, well, maybe if you, what you say wasn't being rude or dickhead or, like, you know, offending people. It's like, I, I get it, but also there are people out there whose whole, sole comedy is to make sure you're offended because fuck you. Because, you know. Because it's part of, like, it, it's it a, pushes boundaries. It's that whole point of saying, so you feel like your opinion's so yeah. important versus someone else's opinion. Of course right. I'm going to break that down and make you look stupid. Because right. it's like you're over here feeling like it's though like, oh, no, this and that. It's like, yeah, but also I still have the right as a person to be like, oh, no. But you can Shut also, fuck, you know. Like that's what p- some people don't, like, kind of, like, comprehend in that situation. They'll be the person that wants a reaction out of the comedian when really all you're doing to that comedian is giving them a full 30-minute set off of just one moment. Like you doing this to me is just gave me material, <laughs> but like, and the thing was like Chris Rock. I mean, a lot of after the case, he didn't. He decided not to press charges, and he even like supposedly like at one of his uh, sets afterwards, where we did like a stand up thing, people were like saying shit about Will Smith. He was like, "Chill out, like tell me like, yeah, it's no need for that. that, yeah, shit. no need for that, yeah." Which is respectable. It's like he made a joke. He understood. Okay, I guess there was consequences, but he also he's like, I mean, he understood like. I know why you did it. It was dumb of you to do that. It was unnecessary for you to handle it that way. Yeah, and like even but if he felt like maybe I shouldn't have gone down that line if you were offended to the level of having to come on stage and smack me type shit. But relatively, like that's what it's kind of the risk that you run whenever you're a comedian. You have to kind of go out on those limbs. You have to push those boundaries because then you'll always wonder why you didn't. You always wonder what you could have said in those moments to get the better, bigger laugh. And you'll probably wonder that regardless of what you do and wh- how many boundaries you push. You'll always find a different avenue that you c- probably could have gone down if this happened or if that happened. But y- And that you'll never be able to work on the past type shit. You just got to c- keep moving forward and deal with the material you have. Like two comedians that I would say I really enjoy uh, would be, of course, Patrice O'Neill yeah. and then Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah. Two people that, in my opinion, there was like no bound. There's no boundaries in what they're gonna say. You know, I fuck I with Tom Segura on that type of level too. Like oh, dude, that is po- <laughs> mostly on his podcast. It's just fucking hilarious. They go to deep dives of the internet that I've never wanted. <laughs> I will say the shit he said about the Will Smith situation, a little out of hand. <laughs> I did. I laugh. Yes, but I, what was it fucked up? Yes. Is a little unnecessary, but I d- did think it was funny. On it, which is, you know, it's all relative. But yeah, I'd say he's definitely does not give a fuck, and that man's definitely not laughing. Oh yeah, for sure not. But I mean, more in their stand up, like like Anthony Jeselnik. That man's like the master of misdirection. 
Yeah. You setting up the joke, and then you think it's going one way, and then it's not that way, and then you're like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> you're like, why? I was laughing at this, and now I don't know how to feel about myself. Like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Like, did I just laugh at an incest joke? <laughs> That's awful. Did I just laugh at a fucking, what's it called whenever you, uh, necrophilia joke? Yeah, you're <laughs> making some fucked up jokes, but they're all really good, usually. Like, his yep. shit's fucking hilarious. But, besides the point, yeah, it's, it's tough, though, because, you know, in situations when you're a comedian, you go up, you make a joke, but supposedly he had been making jokes about Jada for years. I mean, but I mean, I'm sure he's made jokes about a lot of people for years. Probably not just her. I would assume. It's I guess probably like you could say it's again. It's like you could say it's like tasteless to have directed like targets in your comedy, but like, so who who's to say there's like limitations to what you should and shouldn't also say? Also, n- to be honest, if you're Will Smith, you should understand you're one of the, like the most prominent figures in entertainment. Yeah. Your whole family is. Yeah. Your entire family is one of the most prominent families in entertainment. Yeah. Including your children. So, I mean, to I say you, to to feel like no one's going to come my way, that's kind of just like, dude, you should, know, you should know. I mean, I'm not saying that it should be that way, but that's, if you're in that kind of spotlight, you're probably going to get fucking roasted. Not to, like, even, like, pull at that thread or anything, but... All I'm saying is, is like, you really gotta be super insecure about something to let that shit like get to you like that. Cause he was laughing at the joke, and then he look over, and he's then he got up type shit, and it's like, I get it, dude, but like, uh, you could have handled this a million different ways. A hundred percent. Something else that came out of that that interested me is like, through the whole thing. Is like somehow in that it still became a race issue. Yeah, I don't know if you get on Twitter. It's like it still somehow became a race issue, which is I feel like at a point where I'm like, how does everything at this point in life? Which I mean, even though it may have to do with a certain type of like, even if the cases where it is race, racial things may like be like a somewhat of a little bit involved in it it's, I don't think it's necessarily prominently a race thing you know what I mean it's like basically saying like how the hate the internalized hate towards like black women and then like white people should not have a say in this matter towards what Will Smith did to Chris Rock there's a lot of that on the internet yeah so it's just like how does this turn how did a joke about someone's wife turn into a, a race issue Bro, it's just like people, we've talked about it before, it's just people feel as if their opinion needs to be broadcasted to the masses, even whenever that opinion is highly uneducated. And then I saw, like, I see, like, white people on there, like, as a white person, I stayed out of this uh, because I felt like I shouldn't have had a say in this, and then they'll say something about it, I'm like, what are we doing here? Is this, like, is this how we're going to, like, is this how we got to present ourselves in every fucking com? Right. As a so-and-so, from so-and-so, I feel as though. Right. <laughs> that was a rhyme. That's poetry. Uh, it's weird. No. <laughs> that's poetry. But, uh. In motion, actually. Poetry in motion. It just blows my mind. And it's just like the internet. I feel like people get their whole personalities from the internet these days. Yeah. Like, people go on there and feel like, what was it? I'm going to say this. I've been talking about it. I don't care. I got to just use this as an example because it irks me. But. Talking about, like, we were talking about, like, there was, like, an artist. I didn't like 
I don't like their sets, but they're a huge artist or whatever. And then people just being on some like, oh yeah, this so and so, and like I'll hear them spew opinions that I hear that I've I was like I saw that posted like a month ago <laughs> as a viral tweet. Are you just regurgitating some shit you saw, <laughs> or do you have an original thought? And that was an original thought. thought. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Uh, Are we all just regurgitating and like filtering the same shit that we see? Yeah. Or is like, do we have the capability of coming to our own conclusions? I mean, we have the ability of coming to our own conclusions, but usually they're preset with options set before you. Options that other people have. Yeah, that scenario was kind of wild. I can see why it caused controversy. I don't think it's to cause that much controversy. I thought it was hilarious. The whole situation. Chris Rock getting slapped was fucking hilarious. It was fucking hilarious, yeah. More than the joke was. The joke wasn't that funny, but like... The joke wasn't even really a joke. It was like a throwaway joke. Like, what are you doing? Sounds like either someone breaks or fucking a gas leak or some shit. The fuck? But no, yeah, um, I feel as if it only got as much, uh, shock value because everyone was like, yo, did this really just happen on live television? Is this really happening right now? It's not that it's shocking to me. I mean, again, one, it seems super performative, whether that be choreographed or not. Two, I can see why he did it, and I can also see why if it was choreographed, they would want him to do it type shit. It just provides for good drama and good attraction and good fucking TV. Yeah, the internet's a wild place. Love. And it drama fuels numbers. <laughs> it does, bro. Fucking controversy fuels traction. It's sad. People would rather see fucking stupid shit happen than good shit. That is a weird sound, though. Might have to check on that little bit but uh no nah, okay we'll dive into some uh serious shit here some serious poo oh no wait 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 wait, wait, wait. i want to talk about morbius i forgot uh we haven't seen morbius but uh it's gotten some pretty universally uh shit, shit reviews. reviews absolutely dog shit um i haven't seen percent on rotten tomatoes i haven't seen one good thing about the movie to be honest uh it, it's turned into a meme at this point i think the movie is been bashed on so hard it's kind of uh interesting to be honest but uh i think it's kind of crazy because honestly i'm not even a superhero movies kind of annoy me for the most part these days now i did go see the batman however and i really enjoyed it but i think it's weird how like these days like if it has superhero movies if it's not like over the top explosions or like fight scenes it's automatically probably going to be deemed as trash or a lot more people won't like it. I'm pretty sure Morbius probably is trash, though. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I assume if it got this, maybe, like... Because the Batman wasn't, like, over the top. Right. And it got, like, pretty renowned, like, good reviews, you yeah. know, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, nowadays, it's like... over there, bud. You don't want that, uh... 
Nowadays, I feel like people are super critical when it comes to superhero movies based on all of the, like, outstanding performances that Marvel's created over the years with, like, this Avengers shit. But it doesn't, like, I feel like people take that criticism in the wrong places. Like, why can't someone create a new take on Spider-Man? Why can't someone create a new take on Superman? Why can't someone create a new take on Iron Man? Like, just because we have these these established, like, universes and roles, like, why are you opposed as a fan to seeing different versions of your favorite heroes? It was like that in the comic books anyways. Yeah, there's different iterations. There's different, like, universes and if you accept the lore then you understand that there's different earths and different worlds that these people exist parallel to themselves in different roles as the same like powers but in a different position whether you're a hero or a villain type shit it's like there's so much capability and like possibility throughout the universes of these superheroes whether you're talking about marvel or dc so like why would any critic or fan try to say like this was ass you're just comparing it to something else without taking it for what it is with that being said though i still feel like i'm gonna go watch morbius i'm gonna come back here and probably say it's garbage yeah i mean i would say the same i'm still gonna watch it and just not gonna wait to, i'm gonna wait for it to come out to like where it's free loki i think Darian has some like two free passes to the movie theater he said i could go with him so i'll probably take him up on that offer because i don't want to pay to see the movie I don't want to pay to see something that's a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, to be fair, I don't think Rotten Tomatoes is the, uh, what is it, the end-all, be-all? It's, it's, it's a good indication. All right, we're not starting this, buddy. But uh, I will. what I will say is, I mean, if it's a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes and it universally got shit reviews, I don't want to watch it. But also, I think people are so critical of, like, in my opinion, I think most movies and TV shows, it's all, like, I think I would rather take someone's review if they like shitty movies. You know what I mean? Like, if they love to watch, like, really shitty B-rated movies, I would probably personally take their opinion mm-hmm. over most people because at least I know they can find beauty in, like, certain types of art. You know what I mean? Right. Rather than just, like, oh, the movie didn't have this or this or it was supposed to be this way and this way. It sucked. I mean, I'm I'm critical of movies still, but, like, it I mean. It wasn't produced by 20th Century Fox or DreamWorks, so get me out of there. Like, I, I just, I am still critical, don't get me wrong, of movies and, like, shows and shit. Uh, but I'm more critical in the sense, like, I like things that are more, like, outlandish. Like, I like more fantasy shit, like, or, like, things that seem to have, like, a different take or, like, more of an original style of something. Like, uh, I mean, of course it was a remake, but The Dark Crystal, uh, the TV show, I mean, of course, was, like, a rendition on the movie that came out in the 80s. Show is phenomenal. Uh, Dark on Netflix. Show is phenomenal. The Witcher. I, I mean, that's a pretty popular one. Also, another phenomenal like take on like ideas that have already been you know displayed in the past, but like the way that they were like made and went about like the storytelling and then like the cinematography. Like Euphoria. Don't get me wrong. I've seen clips and stuff. Like the cinematography looks amazing, but like overall the storyline and plot just seem like they fall a little bit. Just like. <laughs> for me, I mean, of course, you know, like I, I everyone says, oh, the drama's so good and everything heats up and every like the characters. 
And I've seen multiple scenes where people are like, this acting is so good. And I watch it, I'm like, are we fucking serious? You call this good? Like, this is pretty bad, to, in my opinion. I think the acting is very subpar from I mean, what I've seen. I'll say their character development, cinematography, better. and honestly, like, ability to portray, like, not r- high school and not even really teenagers, but, like, this is gonna sound weird. Portray like emotions, like some some of their music, lighting, and everything that has to do is like can completely like. I'm trying to think of the word. It feels like you're feeling the emotion that the character is feeling based on some of the like ways that they portray that 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 emotion that they're feeling type shit. It's pretty uh, well, thoroughly done. There are portions of it though that are kind of cringy because you if you if you're me or. I'm sure you you've seen like the grassy and like all all these other skins. different skins like all these different like coming of age shows where it's like high schoolers doing random crazy drugs and sex and all kinds of shit and getting and dealing with the outcomes and results of life and shit like that. You've seen it before. Teen pregnancy, fucking uh theoretically grave, fucking sh- school shooting. Theoretically you it's been done, but the the idea is is like so is a lot of other things, but you still enjoy some other things that have been done in a better rendition. I don't think that was a better rendition. I think you got to give it a shot. I have still haven't seen the first season. The second season was good. I I mean I I enjoyed it. I did. There were some parts where I was like, I mean, I I can't really fuck with this part because I mean these characters seem dumb as shit. But like that's any show, honestly. Like every show that I've watch has certain por- portions of it where you're like i mean this could have been left out and i almost would be oh yeah that 70s show that. yeah there's certain episodes that, like i think it's all funny i can't there's certain episodes where donna was dating like oh, brother and shit like that and oh, i was like i mean like oh you're talking about the later like, like the later seasons and that shit. one's name stuff, andy or there's some certain shit? stuff yeah. where i was like you could call it necessary because of like how fez and uh jackie's relationship started to build that and, stuff, kinda, and yeah. how kelso like became a cop and stuff like that. yeah that was hilarious like don't get me wrong you there you could say that some of those portions were necessary i could say that some of those portions were unnecessary but they did build the story on other ends. no yeah i will say once eric left it did the show took a it decline took a t- turn yeah yeah it took a, a so that's what i'm saying in, in every show there's going to be at least a portion of it where you're like i did i'm glad i saw this episode for con- continuity for like the c- canonically speaking i can know what's going on but I didn't really enjoy this episode. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, every I would say that for sure, uh, Euphoria is no different. Yeah, I'll probably give it a shot. Uh, Degrassi is no different. I mean, Skins is no different. Oh yeah, Degrassi definitely had its cringe moments for sure, yeah. without a doubt. Like, I be dude, that show though was covering shit long before. Like it was definitely ahead of its time. time yeah, sure, dude, a hundred percent. Skins too though. That's true. Skins like UK the later seasons too, bro. Like fires. But that's kind of what I'm saying. It's Cinematography like got better along the way as well. I'll think about it, like, kind of say it this way. It's like Rogue One in the Star Wars series got kind of shit on. But relatively, the only reason I think it got shit on is because it kind of doesn't really have anything to do with most of the storylines, like, that like goes on with the rest of the It's series. just like its own little. It's kind of like a side piece that seems like a cash grab that is a good story. But again, it really has kind of nothing to do with anything else other than like some minor p- pieces for stories and shit like that. 
and some of it's not even like canon so like it's <laughs> it's kind of like all right i appreciate the lore but i would think that's all that you were really giving me i didn't go back and watch star wars I know. So watch the whole series again. I need to do that. I because I've watched a couple of the old movies, but I don't really remember much. Mm-hmm. And I really liked like the the style of it for yeah. the for the time for you know the time, time it was yeah. filmed. Yeah, it was actually done pretty well. I can't say if I really enjoyed the newer ones as I much. Watch but Lord of the Rings again. I haven't seen that series. Dude, in a that's while. still a fucking banger. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings is such a banger of a movie. They're so long though. You gotta dive into them for sure. Yeah, you gotta be prepared, dude. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, it took me forever to get through them because I'd fall asleep halfway through. Like you know, it's a movie. fire series that I feel like is slept on. Hmm. The Transporter series with Jason Statham. Yeah, probably. I, I mean, it's okay. I mean, for an action movie, I, I think guess. I think they're pretty good. Jason Statham's definitely a character. It's like, okay, I've seen you. Sure. Very niche character. Yeah. Very specific. He's not playing any other type <laughs> of way. He's aggressively he's talking. Wearing, he's wearing a three-piece suit, and he's able to beat your ass at any moment. God damn it, dude, every single time. All right, now we can dive into the tease. The, the serious poo. Okay, why'd you say I don't? Because yeah. you said serious shit earlier. Oh. And I said serious poo. I, I hope y'all know that he thinks he's proud. Like he's proud of himself for that one. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so he is, fucking proud. He's so proud of himself. He was he was waiting on that one. He was like, no, I, I said it earlier. I, I said it again. Oh, I didn't hear you the last time. Yeah, so is that why you, you reset it? I reset you wanted it me to hear. I wanted you to hear. I knew that. I knew it. My dog wants you to hear it too. Hey, it's gonna be okay, all right. I promise. What's the serious poo? Oh, <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> nah, bro. I was just uh, based off of some shit that personally, like I've been feeling lately. I just kind of wanted to, cause you never know. I'm sure a lot of people feel like this. Not like necessarily everybody, you know, but I'm sure. Mo- yeah, you never know. Might be going through it right now, just like uh, I can't even in, in explain it in the best way, but I'm gonna try. You know, just like constant feeling of just like sadness, like almost like a loneliness in a sense of just like pushing every day. Maybe like unworthiness. I would even is that the word? Feeling unworthy. Yeah, unworthiness. Right. I, I don't know what emo- like what word you're trying to Un- convey. Unworthiness, so. like that is, is that, that a, is word? a that's word? word. Yes. Yeah, that's the word. Is that the word? I was like, I don't. I mean, no, for he said for maybe. <laughs> it depends on what you're trying to. Nah, say. but like yeah, just I mean, because personally I went through like, so I was with somebody then I wasn't, but it wasn't even just that. It was just like feelings of like, I don't want to. It's like what's the word? Lost? No, no, I wasn't feeling lost. It was more so just uh, my own self worth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, lack of self worth in that in that feeling, like feeling kind of you know, am I worth? You know, like do I like am I worth it to some people? You know what I mean? Whether or not, because I mean, it didn't end on like a bad note or anything. Mm-hmm. Just didn't end on like a great note either. I mean, you can't end anything necessarily on a great note half the time. Yeah. But like like a lot of those feelings came forth, and I was just thinking about it, just like for anybody that feels like sad out there, like lonely in those moments, man, it like it's gonna be okay. You have to realize, like, and the, the tough thing is, I was thinking about it, is like I have quite a few people that love me in life. You know what I mean? That are w- were there for me and want me to succeed. I know a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people don't have like maybe they might have one person. Some people don't have any people. 
to go to to really talk about it. Like people have friends, but doesn't mean they have someone to really express how they feel. Because sometimes those people don't understand their feelings. Right. So how are they gonna understand yours? That's true. You know, and it's just it it's a, it was a tough thing. It was just like kind of reverted back to when I was younger. Uh, what I would do like was just like listen to a lot of sad music. Mm-hmm. It's comforting. Like I would I like I listen to a lot of uh shit with piano mm-hmm. and like violins in it. Really sad shit. Okay. Like like really orchestral. Like you know, it's just like fucking just like <laughs> dark piano keys are like on the piano and just like Dumb. deep chords. Yeah, but then like you know, like little runs down the piano keys okay. and then fucking the violin coming in like slow and shit. It's like right. you know, you're just like fuck. But I mean I'm in the mountains. Of right course now. everyone has moments and days that they feel that way, but I think it, it gives you an opportunity in those moments for you to like I mean obviously it's easier said than done, but in those moments you definitely have an opportunity to understand that your worthiness shouldn't depend on whether someone else thinks you're worthy or not it has to like come from within you have to do i guess what it takes for you to feel like you are worthy before anyone else can ever feel that way because if every if what you depend on for your happiness or for your to feel successful or for you to feel worthy is for someone else to tell you that it's like you might not ever get that. You might be chasing something that's unattainable. But why would you ever need that if you felt worthy about yourself? I, I mean, it, I think it was deeper just it, than that, too. I mean, it was also just, you know, uh, like doing this podcast, something I love to do. And then, you know, we kind of weren't able to do it for that allotted amount of time. And then yeah. on top of that, have so many ideas that like I like I want to like execute. But I just get caught up in like life you know what i mean just like i'll go out too much sometimes or i'll just get caught up in some of the bullshit like oh after work let's go grab a drink it's like god no you know what i mean the discipline on that and like not being able to i'm not not that i'm not able to but just you know like self-sabotaging almost on the things that i want to do because i'm getting caught up in my head and like overthinking everything and i end up just not doing it and then that just leads to another you know it's like a rabbit hole effect of just right not doing that, which leads to me like things compound into yeah, each other. Yeah, feeling a certain type of way, which then also leads me to feeling less motivated. So you do less. And you yeah, and then I feel that way, way again, and it's just a it's a ruthless cycle to do or like even not even just come out of just like to figure out wh- like why you feel that way in the first place, and then yeah. understanding okay, what steps can I take right now to come out of this hole that I have dug myself in. Mm-hmm accidentally most of the time you know what i mean you don't even realize until it's too late and you're just like fuck mm-hmm. honestly sometimes it's like you can call it accidentally but sometimes it's subconsciously purposeful sometimes you you want slob like that subconsciously So you create it more. 
Yeah, I mean... Yeah, like that's that's what self sabotage is, yeah. Which that does happen a lot too. And steps to get there and it may feel impossible but it's not it just takes putting one foot in front of the other and making those steps happen and it just makes me think too like it made me feel for like people who have severe anxiety or like uh really yeah. severe depression because depression is ki- like a chemical imbalance in your brain like that's not something you could just flip off you know what i mean right. so uh, i mean feeling for those people really like it, it hit me because i was just like damn Cause you could have someone to talk to all day, but that doesn't—not always going to help. You know what I mean? It's something like that's why like therapy exists. You know what I mean? Therapy and just like being able to talk with somebody every day and just like having, cause like you know subconsciously your brain will take that in mm-hmm. every. It's like that consistency of every day, and like that's what's the toughest part too. Is you're not going to always see that change. You tell yourself, "I can do this." Mm-hmm. You're not going to see that change tomorrow. Always. Yeah. It could be months down the line. Could be a year down the line or a couple years before you actually start seeing like the metamorphosis of your actions prior to that or like the help that you've been getting. You know, because some people think you know getting help or like having people there is going to change it instantly. Why don't I feel better? Adverse to that, you could like say the opposite side of the coin would be someone that would tell themselves they don't need therapy, but little by little, 365 days later, they've grown their things that they've needed to work out haven't been worked out. They've only grown inside of them and things have changed this person just because they decided that they didn't have a problem. And it can you can be blinded by that until that problem is too late. It's to fix that shit. And, and that's where a lot of like addiction comes from. It's where a lot of suicide comes from. That's where a lot of like displacement comes from. People feeling like they just got to get out. They don't know. They, they're just not comfortable. Not Whether it's their environment or their household or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many situations that are unique and also vi- at the same time not that unique. It's, been, it's happened before. There's been situations that have been similar there's people that have dealt with similar things you can find these people and wonder to yourself like hmm if they got through that then maybe i can too there's there's avenues but then there's also the same on the like that that same token there's gonna be the avenues to be like they didn't get through it maybe i won't either fuck that is true (laughs) it's like fuck i say my cynicism has definitely like both hindered me and helped me in the sense of like like in those situations too you know for people going through that stuff and like like you said there are some people you look at some people like they got through it right Mm -hmm. some people like but the thing is that's tough is some of those people got through it by themselves and some people aren't always capable of doing it themselves like you are capable of it but you know you shouldn't always have to do it by yourself but then it's always like sucks because like the way I view things now I haven't gone through like as much as I have like, don't get me wrong, like, I've met a lot of cool people, a lot of really nice people, like, some beautiful people, but just because everyone's, like, cool or nice in that moment doesn't mean, like, 
they're ready to be there for you or they're able to be there for you how you want them to be there for you or even just like they're generous but it doesn't mean like they're really like because everyone's worried about their own shit you know what i mean that the toughest part is realizing that a lot of people are so caught up in their own shit are caught up in the way that they see things like helping you is like so far outside of whatever they've got going on and it's you can't they can't it's not even that they're trying to be assholes half the time it's just fathoming what it really means to be there for somebody is not even and it's sad because understanding that leaves you to question yourself whenever you meet somebody that actually is willing to give you that that actually is willing to provide that type of friendship for you because you're not used to it and you feel like you're used to getting something that you don't feel you deserve so once you do have what you deserve you feel like you don't know what to do with it type shit yeah yeah i mean i'm i've kind of been in like a similar situation like in the last couple weeks like where i've had without my like permission like kind of contact with my biological father who I don't know thrown into my life and kind of just having to deal with that while having to just go to work and be in a relationship and you know just be a father to my dog and stuff like that like that shit can't affect my performance in life otherwise I can't pay the bills or I'm a shitty boyfriend or shitty dog father type shit like, you know what I mean? It's like, I can't let that shit affect my performance, but that doesn't mean it doesn't affect me. And relative to that, it's like, I kind of had to make a decision that the emotions that I've felt, the things that I've gone through with those, with this in the past type shit is in the past and that I can be above that and I can be can choose the like higher road and actually, you know, do what's best for me. And so... It took a fucking ton of emotions for me to get to that place, but relatively, I now kind of hold, like, that position with my biological father that I always felt like I deserved. Like, as a kid, like, I felt like I deserved at least some type of contact, you know what I mean? Like, if he's alive and he knows who I am, where I live, what my address is, like, what my email address is, phone number, like, why do I not get any type of contact, you know what I mean? Now that I, like have the ability to get that contact and I feel like I got what I deserve it's like I don't even want it I don't even know what to do with it I don't I feel like weird holding what I thought I always wanted in my hand type shit because I don't want it anymore it doesn't it doesn't have the same luster that it once had and it maybe never will but like internal once again internalizing that not yeah if you don't take a step back like you said I mean you have to do all these other things, but if yeah. you don't take a step back, because like if you you get so caught up in that, and you're like, ah, I'm not able to fully process this. It's just gonna internalize right. into a feeling that you may not have wanted in the first place. Right. And y- I mean, you gotta kind of recognize that, because it's easy to brush it off, like ah, mm-hmm. but like what you don't realize is sometimes that shit festers that's into that's something that's later, that's and like you have, yeah, you have to like take a step back and be like, fuck, I, if I don't like take like notice to this now and like deal with it now. It's going to become something later that, like, I didn't even realize it was becoming because I was so caught up in all this other shit. And, like, that's how I, like, that's how I feel, too. It's just, like, like being a server, don't get me it's just, like, I work a lot, mm-hmm. but I play hard because I work a lot. You <laughs> know what I mean? So it's, like, me wor- working hard, like, oh, fuck. 
getting caught up with the lifestyle. Like, ah, I need a drink after work. You know what I mean? It's been a long ass day. Yeah, I, I need a drink. I could but use a drink type yeah, I go out and then I wake up and then I'm like tired. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then it's like I gotta take care of whatever shit I need to take care of before I have to go into work. And then I go into work again and get off. And you know, like, might not go out that night, but I'm yeah, still tired. I gotta wake up, go to work. You know what I mean? You just responsibilities get pushed Put, and then it's like i have like Desires you said i have pushed. animals yeah. like, like you know keep like di- whether it's dishes or vacuuming or like keeping my room clean make sure everything's good you know car shit that's like car shit comes up i gotta make sure i'm working extra shit for my get my parts for my car i gotta get that shit fixed now you know what i mean it like it just becomes like a situation where even simple maintenance can feel like something that bothers you or like a chore because of how much little energy you have and then you have <laughs> these feelings that come up you know what i mean it's like all these things yeah. i want to do and then i mean i, I think that's what like when a lot of people they get older when they get resentful is because they have they had all these plans and shit but they got so caught up in the run of you know life and mm. trying to make something of themselves in the midst of trying uh, to survive the idea of like a parent li- trying to like live through their childhood type shit because they didn't get to do what they think they wanted to do because they got so caught up in just right. everyday life it's it's easy to do man it's fucking and those feelings can weigh on you and the further you push them down and you don't recognize them the more you're going to become the person you never wanted to become because you're so used to, you're just like okay i got to keep pushing along which you do because tom doesn't fucking stop mm-hmm. <laughs> he keeps going so you have to push along but i mean doesn't mean you can't like focus right on what like how you feel and like at least take notice to it and try to work through it because yeah you got to push on but it doesn't mean you have to fucking push things down into the back yeah because i mean that isn't beneficial to you whatsoever you're relatively just putting things off until later it's not like you're actually putting them off or turning them off or doing anything with them other than storing them and everything that's stored at some level will come out yeah it's honestly something that's helped me though is like with all the friends the friends i do have in my life my family is like i'm at least honest like it's like are you okay i'm like no (laughs) i will be not right now though i'm sad definitely sad like damn it's like anything i can do for you no not really but it's you know being here is like being there is enough you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like like but like i'm not gonna sit here and be like I'm chipper as hell. Fuck no, dude. Like, but I'm also not feeling But okay. also recognizing that is one of, is also, it's not one of two things. It is two things. It's one, good for you because at least you're not in denial about what you're feeling. Or at least you're able to be honest with yourself and others about who, where you're at. A lot of people would not be able to do that because they feel like they got to put up a wall or they can't uh, admit that weakness or whatever it may be type shit. Yeah. Two, what it does is shows that you're in that stage of growth because personally, if someone's truly in pain and doesn't know what to do, they won't, in my opinion, seek help. I've seen it a lot because like, I don't know, dude, like I've had like, it was weird because like whenever I went through like my like major breakup that hurt me, like probably how you're feeling right now um so many people were telling me their stories of like how their breakups affected them and how they felt now and da 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 and all i would hear in those stories was my own story and it would just bring up my own feelings and like i would always tell myself like no matter what they would say no matter how their story would end 
I would always find a way to tell myself, yeah, but you're not me. And that's not my situation. So I can't take that in stride and really learn anything from the story you just told me. I was like fully in denial, <laughs> fully in denial about like really any type of growth going forward. I was fully just n like not trying to hear that. That doesn't have nothing to do with me, whether you're giving me advice or not. It's not my story. Doesn't It's not comparable because that's not me. You're not me. Like type shit. I was fully in denial. And like I've seen a lot of people like that, too. So, like, I think it's kind of, and this is going to sound weird, beautiful that you're able to consciously think the way that you think. Because not a lot of people can sit back and understand that it's unhealthy to lie about how you truly feel. Yeah, it's not good. The thing is, I mean, it's we're just so used to putting on a face, though. Right. People don't want to hear your shit. Doesn't but I matter. honestly don't care. Like, right. I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm not going to sit here... I, not lying for you or me. You know right. what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. Like, you don't want to hear it? Don't ask me next time. How about that? Yeah, right. Don't ask me how I am. Th we're both better off than <laughs> if that's the case. Like, I didn't tell you to ask me how I was, <laughs> asshole. But now the, thing, the thing was, is just like, the sadness isn't always just like, I'm sad all the time. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, for some people, they are sad all the time. But, like, it's not always that ca that's the case. You know what mm. I mean? You're not just like, 24-7, I'm sad. You're not in that shit comes in waves, you know yeah. what I mean? It comes at different times. Certain things trigger certain memories. Different or since Yeah, it's not always going to be the same thing all the time. And it's like, it's hard to recognize that sometimes because you're like, I mean, like, I feel good most of the time, but it's like, yeah, but like when you are sad, you know, you probably, like, if you're sad, it's okay to be sad, you know what I mean? Like, if you, it's a human it's, if it's an everyday thing, then yeah, you're probably s in a state of like, of depression. Or like, not not even just depression, just like, Overcoming feelings you haven't yet accepted. Or, like, overcoming feelings you have ex finally accepted and you don't know what to do with yet. And you're trying to figure out what to do with it and how to overcome it. Because that shit consumed me. I was just thinking about shit every day. Things were pulling up old memories. Certain, like, little instances or, like, the smell, like, of certain foods. And it's stupid, but, like, that's just how my brain works. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, fuck, dude. Like, like I just want peace. It's like little things would just like trigger me, and I just like fuck. But I mean, of course, it didn't like affect me to the extent of like me just going in like a super deep hole. But it d I mean, it, it definitely affected my motivation on a lot of things. I would say. Yeah. I feel and that. plus, I got a lot of shit going on too. Yeah, so but like, it's kind of uh, what is it the the testament of life, or I guess it's not really like a saying or anything, but. I feel like everybody has those moments where you feel like you're already down and the world's still kicking you. It's, it's kind of not about, and it's going to sound insensitive, but it's, it's not about what's happening to you in the moment. It's about how you react to it and how, y how it affects you, how you let it affect you, how you let it affect who you want to be and who you really are. It's fucking tough in the moments that really make that type of like, sensible decision to say like this hurts but i gotta get this shit done this hurts but i gotta be this person for these people this hurts but i gotta do this and that because like relatively for someone like that doesn't have a whole lot of responsibilities outside of feeding themselves and paying their own bills like you know what i mean like we don't have kids or anything like that yeah relatively it's like we have room, wiggle room to be 
shitty person because our like main effect on people isn't as great as it could be. Like we're not training other humans to be like us type shit is what I'm saying. Our like main effect on people is whether or not people attribute their thought processes to us. Like if we're a shitty, if I'm a shitty person to you, you can say fuck off. I don't like you and I don't want to be around you. Or you can say I like you and I want to be around you. But like that is a choice that you're making and I'm not really making that big of an impact on the world in that moment. Just by being shitty to you and you saying fuck off or saying what's up dog it could be but like it relatively it's not that like those like chain reaction involves like one or two people like between each other yeah no i i get you i know what you're saying that's a extreme (laughs) yes yes what i was trying to say was like we have, I guess, yeah. But I, what, what I meant was, is like not actually like being a hateful person or b- doing something like violent or shitty or anything like that. I guess I just kind of meant like being an asshole. But um, I, what I was c- kind of trying to say is like not giving a shit about how people view you can have large impacts, in my opinion, if you have like a following, even as little as just your family <laughs> type shit. But like for you and I like our impacts on people's lives aren't as huge as they could be type shit to where if we were shitty to someone then they would be like oh fuck it well I gotta go be shitty to these people because Daniel said this at work and da 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 I don't think people think about us that way right that's kind of how I am too (laughs) right exactly so like that's kind of what I was talking about but like uh it just kind of goes back to like the golden rule of treating people how you want to be treated and to me none of us really know how we want to be treated we think we do we think we want to be respected but we don't really some of us at least don't really do anything to gain that respect but think we are entitled to it some of us think that we should be able to have this type of opportunity whether we work for it or not people are in that state of mind of thinking that people should treat them nicely just because they think they put a smile on and treat people nicely it's like the world works differently than that it's a little bit complex like more complex than that My thing is, is that like, I guess like something I'm trying to get to, I'm trying to find a way to like lead into it. But like the way I view it is, is like, why does heaven or hell have to be an afterlife specific thing? Why can't it be like, depending on where your mind is at and what you're doing with your life, whether you're following what you want to be doing or doing being the person that you should be, even if you're not following what you want to be doing type shit. Like, why does it have to be a purely afterlife thing? What if you can ha- live on a in hell on earth or heaven on earth? What just depending on whether or not you're following the path you should be on. But like, y- but like, y- the judgment 
the only person that could make that judgment would be yourself. And that goes back to what I was talking about of like saying like if you feel unworthy that could have immense effects on your actual experience in life. If you feel like you don't deserve shit, then you probably won't get shit because you're not going to be as ambitious. You're not going to be as motivated. You're not going to be as whatever you say that it could lead to a better opportunity. You're not going to get that because you felt at from go as if it shouldn't be yours. And like that could also on the flip other flip of the coin, people call it confidence whenever someone walks in a room and commands the attention and does that it's like is it confidence or is this person really walking in there with purpose, knowing what what's up? Because they did the preparation and the procedures beforehand, their performance is gonna lead in exactly as they their preparation follows. Right. Yes. True. But that's kind of what I'm, yes, that's true. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, is like, life is going to throw enough shit your way, so you stepping in your own way is just going to hinder you further. also got to pay attention bro it's just like people are going to show you how they feel about you whether you think they want or not whether you dismiss it or not people are going to show you how they feel
true. That being said, this has been fine and dandy, and this has been a great episode. Welcome back, everybody. We have missed you very much, and don't think we forgot about our friend Doofles. Doofles is still in the building, as he will forever be, as he will forever be.